Today, the IDF moves into Khan Yunis, Netanyahu's corruption trial resumes, and Tesla workers go on strike. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday, the 5th of December, 2023. This week, Israel issued an evacuation notice for Khan Yunis, the latest city that Israeli forces are pushing into as part of their incursion into Gaza. For their part, Israel has claimed that Khan Yunis is a Hamas stronghold and that top commanders are hiding there. Speaking about the evacuation notice, Felipe Lazzarini, the head of the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees in Gaza, explained that it caused panic, fear and anxiety and that it forced 60,000 more people into shelters that were already overcrowded. Witnesses have claimed that they've seen Israeli military vehicles, including dozens of Israeli tanks and armoured vehicles, enter the Gaza Strip near the city, with some claiming that they've seen Israeli military vehicles on the main road in Gaza, firing bullets and tank shells at cars and people trying to move through the area. As a result of this, UN and US officials have urged Israel to avoid repeating the impact of their operations in northern Gaza. Additionally, a spokesperson for the UN Secretary-General, Antonio Guterres, appealed directly to Israel, stating that the Secretary-General is extremely alarmed by the resumption of hostilities between Israel and Hamas. For people ordered to evacuate, there is nowhere safe to go and very little to survive on. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Staying in Israel, we discuss Benjamin Netanyahu's ongoing trial for corruption. Yesterday, the trial resumed, following a delay caused by the war in Gaza. The delay was granted by the Israeli Justice Minister. Netanyahu's trial has been delayed fairly frequently already, having first been delayed by the COVID pandemic and then disagreements over issues relating to defence and prosecution. Netanyahu has been charged with fraud, bribery and breach of trust. In one instance, the Israeli Prime Minister is accused of receiving gifts such as champagne and cigars from Hollywood producer Aaron Milchan and Australian businessman James Packer in return for political favours. For his part, Netanyahu has denied wrongdoing and claims that the charges are a witch hunt perpetrated by his rivals. His critics, though, allege that he's trying to get around these problems through legislation, with him introducing plans in the last year to overhaul the judicial system, something that could lead to the undermining of judicial independence. If found guilty of bribery, Netanyahu could be sentenced to up to 10 years in jail and or a fine per charge. For fraud and breach of trust, this is only three years. Moving to the UK now, where James Cleverley, the Secretary of State, has announced new measures to reduce migration to pre-pandemic levels. The plans aim to raise the salary threshold for migrants arriving to Britain from £26,000 to £38,000 and to reform the list of jobs where exceptions are made due to shortages and allows companies to pay migrants working in these shortage areas 20% below the going rate. With tougher plans in place, it will be even harder for a British citizen to bring a spouse or dependent to the UK on a family visa. The current minimum income requirement is £18,600. These changes are also likely to hit the health sector hardest, as it's also been reported that Sunak has accepted proposals from the right of his party to reduce the number of visas granted to foreign health and social care workers. 
These new plans are part of a package of measures, pushed by ministers and MPs, after an official estimate of net migration to the UK reached 745,000 in 2022, undermining the Conservative 2019 commitment to reduce it. These record high numbers were mostly driven by non-EU nationals, special visa schemes aimed at Hong Kong nationals and refugees under the UK's Ukraine visa scheme. Sunak reacted to these statistics as being simply too high. Moving to Scandinavia now, where a Danish union has entered Tesla's ongoing labour dispute, with dock workers in Denmark announcing they'll go on sympathy strike in solidarity with Swedish mechanics in two weeks' time. Denmark's largest union, 3F, has announced the move to support Sweden's IF Metal Union, which is striking over Tesla's refusal to sign a collective agreement where labour conditions are set by employers and unions. Jan Villersden, head of Denmark's 3F union, said, IF Metal and the Swedish workers are currently fighting an incredibly important battle. When they ask for our support, we take part, of course. The strike is likely to cause further disruption to Tesla's supply chain, as the US electric car maker won't be able to deliver vehicles to Danish ports and then distribute them via trucks to Sweden. Workers hope the disruption will force Tesla to the negotiating table, with the head of the IF Metal Union saying that the entire model of Sweden's economy is at stake if Tesla refuses to engage. Elon Musk, Tesla's chief executive, has called the strike insane, saying, I disagree with the idea of unions. I just don't like anything which creates a lords and peasants kind of thing. Other unions in Sweden and Norway, including postal workers delivering Tesla license plates and dock workers unloading vehicles at ports, have also initiated sympathy action. Moving to the game world now, and last week the developer of the Grand Theft Auto game series, Rockstar Games, announced that they would release the trailer to their new game, Grand Theft Auto 6, at 6am Eastern Time on Tuesday morning. Following a leak of the trailer, Rockstar decided to release the trailer 15 hours early. The trailer made clear that the title will release in 2025 on PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S. There is no confirmation yet that it will release on PC. Speculation has been rife for the past decade about the development and release of GTA 6, with this teaser trailer providing the first look at the game. GTA 5, the previous title in the series, sold 190 million copies worldwide, making it the second highest selling game of all time, just after Minecraft. It's estimated that Rockstar has spent around $2 billion on the development of GTA 6, more than 10 times what it cost them to make GTA 5. In separate Rockstar news, it's been announced that they've come to an agreement with Netflix, allowing them to offer some of their previous titles through the streaming service. This includes GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas. This will be available from the 14th of December. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss pandas. Yesterday, the UK's only giant pandas were sent to China, following a 12-year loan to Scotland. The pandas were housed in Edinburgh Zoo and were part of a breeding programme, a programme that unfortunately failed to produce any cubs. The pandas were, though, flown in what's been described as first-class accommodation. David Field, the chief executive of Edinburgh Zoo, said that the pandas had learnt to eat and sleep in the metal structures that they would be kept in during the flight, and that they're kept in comfortable, warm, low-level light surroundings and are going to sleep for most of the time as we all do in first class. That's all for today, but if you want more from us, then you should pick up a copy of our newspaper, Too Long. 
And if you've been considering it for a while, then this week only the code TLDR daily will get you 30% off. So it's the ideal time to buy. If you don't know, Too Long is our one-off newspaper, which summarises everything that happened in 2023, as well as looking forward to 2024. It's full of exclusive analysis and explainers from the TLDR team, as well as a whole bunch of our favourite creators. We also put a ton of effort into the design, putting together a load of high-quality graphics and designs. As I say, if you want a copy, you can head over to our website and secure 30% off the normal price by using the code TLDRDAILY.